episode 18. Really? Yeah. Episode 18. A baker's dozen. <laughs> of It's Crazy, it's crazy in, in My, my business. business. Wow. We were not in sync. No, but you know what? Let's just let it fly. It's not yeah. the baker's it's dozen. Not the, <laughs> it's not, but it, it is in our hearts. What was baker's dozen episode 15? Yeah. Even though that's not a baker's <laughs> dozen either. Listen. That's it, fine. It is. Mm-hmm. All right. How was your week? We're here. Wait, um, uh, we're hosts. I'm Tavi. I'm Becky. Cool. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> we're comedians and also your hosts. Uh, my week. Let's start from today. Moving back. Tavi made me cry today over no, emergency contract. She made herself contest. cry today. <laughs> Fully made me cry um, over emergency contacts and dinosaurs. <laughs> It's a very. She gets upset when I don't know things I'm, or understand things. I'm she pregnant. gets upset when I don't understand. Things. I'm pregnant. She is pregnant. I'm hormonally imbalanced. My body is surging with estrogen on like a very unnatural level. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, it's uh, natural. It's literally the most natural thing. But go ahead. I mean, it's not my resting level of estrogen. Oh, do you know what your resting level of estrogen is? I know that I have a girl inside of me so that it, it's more. Okay. It's more than usual. Okay. That, That's fair. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm um, here for you. Anyways, so that happened. So I'm pretty exhausted. Uh, but I guess working backwards yesterday, Ben and the Benjineer and I went to a barbecue. My best friend is in town from Texas. And um, does Shay listen to the podcast? She listens to the podcast. Hey, yeah. Shay, what's up, girl? And I thought you were black. <laughs> Tommy did think you were black. I thought you were a biracial woman. <laughs> and I'm sorry, just, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I was really excited because I was like, oh, I don't know. We're going to get together and it's going to be the three amigos. And for it's going to be blackness. And it's just, you're a white woman and it's okay. I don't hate you or anything, but I never inferred. No, she was- I just I saw a picture of your baby. <laughs> but I told you that her baby daddy is a black man. Okay, I don't remember that, obviously. <laughs> because you don't listen to me. Okay, well, that's what you want to believe. I, I mean, if you listened, I then, listened to you. <laughs> then you would have remembered Whatever. the multiple times. I don't believe that that was multiple times. Okay. Continue with your week. I was Anyways. just saying hello to Shay. <laughs> You also okay whatever so she's in town because her uncle passed away may he rest in peace um and we went to a barbecue yesterday that was a lot of fun i got to see um her sister's baby jp he's so cute mm-hmm. and i got to hold him and then he covered me in drool um and then the day before that we went to a comedy show in mantica mm-hmm. and that was and then the before that, uh, had the comedy spot show. Their house is still not completely painted, <laughs> <laughs> which means, um, you know, things have been in disarray and I feel very unsettled. Maybe that's why I cried. Maybe it didn't have anything to do with the emergency contacts or the dinosaurs. No, you've already explained you're pregnant. Uh. Things are going to make you cry. Things make me cry anyway, so. Yeah. I know, but I'm not like a visible crier often. What's up? What? Yeah, what do you want to say, Ben? You reminded me that we found out about that app <laughs> for dads to be. There's an app for dads to be. Yeah, Benjineer, tell the people about the app. I've already forgotten its name, but there's an app for dads to be that'll let you know things like, hey, your baby's the size of a peanut right now. You know, mm-hmm. like the women have. Yeah. And then like, also, just remember that your baby mama is pregnant. Don't call her fat. And wow. also, maybe don't yell at her for things and like accept that she's going through hormonal issues and might be not the nicest. Like, there's an app <laughs> that tells you don't call your pregnant girlfriend, wife, whatever, fat. And it's like a reminder that's supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I texted some mothers. Mm-hmm. about it like oh my husband could have used that app I'm like what the fuck is yeah. the bar okay well we thought the bar doesn't exist this is the moment in the podcast where the engineer realized that men are trash <laughs> oh i already knew but jesus christ mm. <laughs> i mean we've been talking at length about how the bar i mean i believe it's underground at this point. i don't believe it exists yeah, i think the bar is a myth 
<laughs> told to you women. Think, you don't think there ever was a bar? No, other women older than us have been telling us about this bar. Raise your standards. This is bar. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's an old wives' tale. That's what we know about the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my week has been pretty not exciting. I throw I throw up a lot. Yeah. So that sucks. Usually right after I take Tums. Mm. So it's colorful puke. Look at you. Festive. An artist. <laughs> oh, yeah. I you know what? Listen. Actually, this is so great. So in addition to her attacking me on Instagram today, mm. <laughs> Monday, when we're recording, because I, I didn't use her as my emergency contact for my water aerobics class that I'm starting, despite the fact that Tavi has told me on more than one occasion, do not use me as an emergency contact. Do not make me your last call. Right, I'm because not your life reliable. is probably in shambles if you're <laughs> calling me. And I said it before. How embarrassing is it going to be for both of us when you have to Venmo me gas money to come get you an emergency? This is not okay. But at the same time, the reason she didn't put me down as the emergency contact has nothing to do with the fact. <laughs> what does it have to do I'm with? I'm a wayward child and everything to do with the fact that I'm black and she's a racist. <laughs> Which this is the second time in a week that Tavi has referred to me as a racist. Last weekend, um, apparently I... <laughs> She told me, she was like, why do you keep talking with your hands so much? They was aggressive. Was it, I thought that oh, she was going to flail you, and hurt do you somebody. you typically assume aggression from black women? Because this is what I'm saying. It's the microaggressions I'm tired of. It's the oppression. I'm tired of this. Becky stays tone policing me, figuring out why I use any mannerisms. It's She's always coming for me. No, I'm not. Okay. It's just not true. I don't expect you to tell the truth. <laughs> I don't expect to you to people. tell the truth either. When have you ever? <laughs> I tell them tr- the truth You are all out here. the time. You slander me on so many different platforms. It's unfair. It's disrespectful. I remember months ago when you released a TikTok about your closest friends. <laughs> Mm-hmm, I did and disrespected me there despite me being what a happened? beacon of but light what in your was it? what did I say what does it matter because you're bringing it up it matters because <laughs> you brought it up because I was asleep I didn't answer your phone call mm-hmm. and I could have died but you did it I, Bitch, I'm you're out here. here fighting for my life no you're not fighting for my life why, why am I your last call you're the black woman in my life your mother is the black woman in your life my mother is half Caucasian. <laughs> she's not. My mom's a no, black she's woman. Not. She's just light skinned and it's suspicious. I just, I, you can't call me the black woman in your life and then call me racist twice in one week. People have self hate. You just gotta unlearn, <laughs> but I Becky. Don't have I'm just trying to help you unlearn. And I love you. But you. So then answer the phone. Disrespect then, me so that I don't on a regular die. basis. Me answering the phone won't keep you alive. You don't know. I, I do know. What if I'm dying like Tinkerbell's dying of like lack of attention? Oh, then you better have five other people to call. That's terrible. See? She gonna let me die, y'all. You see how she is? If she was on the other side of the fence, I'd be starving. You don't answer my calls all the time. I literally answer her calls. No, you don't. If I didn't answer your call, what was I doing? Peeing? I don't know, Tavi. I don't I know call what you you're back, doing. Because but I, I don't... call you back. I call you back. <laughs> okay, but that doesn't mean you answer all my calls. You don't answer all my calls. Okay, well, listen. Well, listen what? We're the you're same? You're brought this up. First of all, I'm not even mad at you for not answering my calls. <laughs> Why are you making me get re-upset about something that's like a year old? Because I don't think that it's fair that <laughs> you... That you have all of these problems with me as a person and I accept you for who you are. So I don't understand why you can't just accept me and my truth coming to you honest, transparent. Okay, okay? about what? Worried about how you may hurt another person with your flailing arms when we're in a club, you know, and there's a lot of people around. I'm trying to protect you. Do you want me to answer? Can I answer? The last Can thing I that I would want, said? no, because I'm still talking. Okay. The last thing that I would well, want is for somebody to get too close to you, a white woman perchance, okay? And then you flail, accidentally hit them, all of a sudden they uh, they attack you as being aggressive too much. You get 86 from the club that you work at, okay? Nope. I would never let never. that happen on my watch. So I'm out here trying to make sure that you are protected. 
because i value you because you are important to me just because you're loud doesn't mean you're right loud and wrong <laughs> loud and wrong oh my god why are you loud and like, wrong you don't get loud all but the time also, you are in my house twice a week also, so loud oh oh are you getting loud now okay no please please apparently to compete you gotta <laughs> yell in this house oh my god also, I would believe everything that Becky just said about her concern for the welfare and me flailing my arms, except for the fact that she knows that I'm that bitch and she doesn't give a fuck about anybody anyways. You can't tell me your concern for other people at laughs when you don't even like anybody out there that was in range of being really hit. If I they like really Emma. Get, Emma was never going to get hit. You have no. You don't know that. You had no fear. That I was going to hit Emma, nor did you have fear that I was going to hit you or Taylor. If anybody got hit, it would have been a nobody and you wouldn't have cared about them. But I wasn't flailing such. But it wouldn't have mattered I, I wouldn't whether I cared about the them or not. She makes I it seem like I was waving my arms wildly. Had. I was talking with my hands and she used her microaggressions <laughs> towards me. She just was like, hey, what can we do to police this black woman who's enjoying this conversation right now? And she tries to hype it up and make it sound real sensible to y'all because y'all weren't there. This is how she has a way with words, y'all. Be smart. Don't don't fall for the manipulation. Why are you trying to call me manipulative because we watched this fall. episode of The Bachelorette? <laughs> don't do that. Don't fall <laughs> don't for the manipulation. This. Because what you get right here with me is a real ass bitch. Okay? She's a fucking And Becky lie. had, she's a real bitch too. But sometimes when she's talking about me, she likes to twist it because I don't know. Racism is the only because excuse. You're a liar. Mm. Beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> Let's agree to disagree. I don't know how your week always comes out to talk shit about me, but go ahead. Okay, Tavi. Hmm? How was your week? I was oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was attacked. You I was can, hate crime. to elaborate? Hate crime. Um, the DNA growing within Becky because <laughs> some of it's from a white man got her acting, talking to me all crazy and policing me. Just tell him, please me. I don't feel good about it. Oh my God. Um, you know, but it's what I knew was coming. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm here you know playing my role as a friend. You're someone that gets off on making black women cry in their own home. Mm. So I really don't well, understand. Well, first of all, you don't know what? what gets me off and why are you still talking about it? I, when I swear to you, Becky wants to fuck me. It's crazy. She keeps trying to find these really weird ways to figure out what I'm into <laughs> oh and breathe with me and stuff. <laughs> don't worry about what gets me off, honey. Stop. Tell the people about your week. I'm just telling them right now. I'll start to before you start talking to me all sexual and whatnot. <laughs> are you talking about talking about what gets me off (laughs) don't do that okay anyways i was getting oppressed and hate crimed um for a while (laughs) we went to the open mic i did some um told some some jokes i'm working on it was fine it was an open mic it reminded me how much i don't like other comedians because (laughs) going to an open mic is just navigating a room full of egos and it's gross (laughs) it's (laughs) It's you really had a good gross. Set, though. I had it was all right. It was an yeah. open mic set. It was you know whatever it is. Um, but I think that like yeah, that's something I wasn't, I didn't miss about comedy. I mean it it felt right. Like oh look at this nature's healing. We're all together. But it also just reminded me like wow I've really been like in the comfort of my own home, not having to deal with this bullshit of like. Who wants to talk to who and who should approach who first? And do we tell these people good set and like how much ego stroking and just watching new comics kiss ass and other people not tell people their jokes are shitty mm. and just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we went to that writing session. We went to the writing session. Yeah. It was just. <laughs> that was bad. Where we, there were white dudes telling transphobic pedophilic jokes. Oh, it was. Yeah. Um, we had an AIDS denier joke. <laughs> that was lovely. Um, so, yeah. No. Um, outside of that, I think the rest of my week has been pretty fine. I broke two nails. Oh, you didn't tell me that. They're gone. One on each hand. Wow. Yeah, and I got. I don't want to get my nails in for a minute because the way one of them broke actually like, ripped like I was bleeding. So now I got to wait for like my nails to like fully recover. Mm-hmm. So these bitches are coming off and I'm going press on. So it's the struggle times, y'all. This is struggle times. But that's really all that happened to me this week. I didn't do anything for Father's Day because um, I don't talk to my dad. My dad's dead. Yeah. So we're the wrong people for that. Mm-hmm. Um, ben called his dad, but I made him get off the phone pretty quick. Because <laughs> isn't Ben... Well, that's not tough. Well, moving on to my... I just didn't like the, the flex, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> stop and, you know, 
putting your dad in our faces we don't like that um i almost did think about like messaging my dad on facebook just to be like happy father's day bitch because then what's he gonna say what's he gonna say thanks (laughs) i just feel like it's such a weird holiday when you and your dad don't get along it's just what do you do do you know what i did i just realized i didn't even consider uh calling my birth father yeah that's sad shit you could have hey i found you Uh, i've been dodging him for months i don't know i feel like it would have been different too if like your siblings had said something like hey we're doing this thing for dad or like we're having a zoom call yeah but they didn't but i did wish them happy father's day my brothers oh no but i talked to them oh no I don't talk to him. But yeah, we're not going to get into your dad because that's a whole other <laughs> thing. The listeners don't need, until you're ready, girl, that's a whole episode in itself. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, <laughs> we'll wait until someone asks yeah. a question about adoption and then we'll um, get into but that. But that, you know, my weeks are pretty much the same. Y'all know how this happens. We do this all the time. My week's bleh. I don't remember much. Didn't you, I, get a, didn't you get like a journal to be organized? Yeah, but then I was like writing in my journal and I don't like, the problem with me is my journals are full of lies. <laughs> I cannot Wait, keep sorry. a journal Why without lying. Would that be because you're a liar? No, it's because I don't trust nobody. Trust no nigga. <laughs> ever. Okay. Okay, my mind is a vault. Y'all think I'm going to write it down? Mm-mm. Evidence. Of what? Are you Not, committing crimes? Some shit that I don't, obviously don't need to tell you. Why would I tell you on the podcast? Think, Becky. Think. <laughs> okay. Make it make sense. No. Um. Yeah. So that was the week. I watch TV and I write during the week. I don't do. I think that's the problem is that like the stuff that people think that I'm doing. It's like, yeah, I'm just thinking of video ideas. I'm writing constantly. And then I play video games and watch TV and nap and work. What a dream. Yeah. It's not like a lot of fun. That's a, But that's like a lot of stuff. You know, you stay busy. Yeah, I mean, I was even thinking about telling the story about that old man I saw at the Walgreens. Oh yeah, but like, no. Oh. No. What about the what about the white man you cussed out? I cussed out a white man today, which was beautiful. He stole my parking spot, and he knew what he did. He looked at me while he was doing it, so I was like, I got out of the car, and I was like, it's always the white dudes who want to be assholes. And then he decided to jump out with me, so we just started arguing fifteen feet away at these ATM machines. <laughs> <laughs> or ATMs. I don't know why I said machines. I hate people Redundant. Um, anyways, I think that's it. We can get into a, what this podcast is really about. What is this podcast about, Tavi? Advice. Oh. Perspective. Mm-hmm. You're tuning into the doc. Dr. Tavi. Has she adjusts her glasses? Mm-hmm. They were sliding down my nose. Yeah. And intelligent people do this. Okay. Well. We have some questions to answer. Are you you ready to answer these questions? I guess. Are you ready? Yeah. But first we have um, an email right in. That wasn't really a question, but they wrote into us and I'd like to share it on air. Yeah. So you guys can hear our little thing. And this is from Erica. She says, hello, just wanted to share a few things. One, y'all seriously are my fave podcast ever. Thank you. Two, Becky, I'm so excited for your pregnancy. Thank you. Three, Tavi, no matter what Becky says, you're one of the best doctors life slash life coaches I've ever had. That's a damn line. It's beautiful, Erica. Thank you. And four, you guys keep me humble and I appreciate y'all for that. There have been many times when I've had this. I'm awesome and it's others who need to fix themselves moments in life. And after listening to y'all podcast, I realized I'm a Scorpio from Patterson who likes making eggs in on a skillet. It's me. I'm the problem. So I'm working on myself now. We love a self-aware queen. <laughs> she says, keep giving amazing advice y'all are the best i can't tell you guys how many times i've been in situations and thought what would tavi and becky tell me to do in this moment since i started listening to your podcast <laughs> we love, I that. love that thank you so much erica because <laughs> we're a whole ass mess we just try to give you the advice that we would do for ourselves and honestly. we also i think that our listeners should know just how much we reflect on our own lives on a regular basis yeah like we <laughs> We are very introspective people. We really are. And I'm an external processor, 100%. So I'm constantly going over everything with Becky. Yeah. It happens. And then I'm just like, here you go. <laughs> let's let's talk through this one. It's Even fun. if I have to talk myself through it. Because Becky will let me get to my own place. She does. She's good about that. I am. Letting me work. And she's like, there you go. You got there. You figured yeah. it out. She's good. She's good sounding word. Libras always are. It's true. We That's really why we're so good at talking to one another. <laughs> Can't you tell <laughs> how great our communication is? It's top notch. No, it actually really is. We it love, is. We, I love her. Um, but we do have actual advice to give. 
Um, so the first piece of advice, um, tonight from one of our, uh, write-ins through our submission links, which are in the show notes and in our links as always, um, this person writes in, how do you know when it's time for a friendship to end? You'll know. Oh my God. There she goes. (laughs) Um, no, I think it's when it doesn't serve you anymore. When you're not excited. Like if, if this friend isn't somebody that you are excited to share things with. Mm-hmm. If this is somebody that feels like they're more troubled than they're worth. If this is somebody that doesn't bring light to you anymore, it's probably the end of the season. Yeah. And that's okay. Absolutely. It's okay. I would say, um, yeah, I, the similar, like to the, when it doesn't serve you, I don't trust your intuition when things don't feel good, when they don't feel right, when they feel off. If you're in a place where things feel off and you can't even talk to them about it feeling off, I don't think there's really any way to salvage something that you can't even verbally express to that person anymore. Yeah. If you feel so distant or so afraid or just like intimidated by the thought of even talking to them, like you're already over it, I would say that the friendship is it because why would you want to be friends with somebody you can't openly express problems you're having right with um i actually had i met up with a friend the other week and i guess that's what happened my last week too um i met up with a friend of mine and reconnected and we kind of discussed just that is that when like friendships end um and what the reasons are and like how we've maintained our friendship and i think it just has a lot to do with the fact that when people like want to talk don't leave anything un like left unsaid mm-hmm. i don't believe in that in relationships even when they are awkward and somebody has to like push through being like hey what did you mean by that hey this is how this made me feel hey i don't like that establish boundaries have a talk and if you can't do that i would say that's when the time for the friendship is to end if you don't even feel like having a conversation about it it's over because it doesn't mean anything to you at that point and i also think like it is normal for you to just not relate with people anymore like sometimes like you just move in different directions Mm -hmm. like sometimes you know maybe nothing happened but you just don't have anything off you don't click anymore things are different you know things change your life changes and evolves this could be if it's like a work friend you guys don't work together anymore like things change and yeah seasons end also yeah allow yourself to grow people grow and i really can't stand this like oh you're different now or you've changed people are supposed to grow and change yeah like literally they're supposed to grow and change so if you had a friend and their five years happened and they're different that's happening and i think that there's a love in like being able to grow together but that's not always what happens yeah and it doesn't mean either one of your bad people right it means that you are just different yeah and not everybody's compatible you got we have to get out of this um I don't know. It feels very egotistical to feel like you should be compatible with everybody. Mm-hmm. It, and that's nobody I'm, has the time to be compatible right. with everybody. It's so much work. And really just lower yourself. Like think, I mean, not, I don't want you to wow. feel bad about yourself. That's a thing. I never lower. thought I would hear. You know say. But I mean, like in scope of assuming that you are somebody who is compatible with everyone to think so highly of yourself that you think everyone should be compatible with you. Yeah. That's what I mean. Not lower yourself is thinking that you're not worthy of all these things. But like, I would never fool myself into thinking that who I am is going to be digestible for everyone. Mm-hmm. I know for a lot of people dealing with me constantly, they would either get their feelings hurt. It would be a lot like it would be an uphill battle for them. It'd be a constant struggle. And yeah, so I know that I'm not for everybody. I also seek out people who can handle me. So there's that. But, you know, that's it. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to peacefully just part. Yeah. And there's always ways. Actually, our next question um, was for somebody who actually wrote, uh, not wrote in, um, sent a voice message in. And they similarly would like to know how to make friends. Mm. And I would like to say we're not playing the voice message because it was sent over a few voice messages. A little bit long so if you do want your voice message read on the podcast try to keep it under the minute that they do for a little voice recording on instagram um, but dm them and i will play them if that's something you would like um i think for a little context for this this is somebody who uh was having a conversation about um 
race and some sort of problematic things that they saw in a movie recently and they watched that movie with a friend the friend called them sensitive wasn't really understanding to what they had pointed out and is just ultimately looking for ways to find friends that align with their beliefs and are sensitive and allies um so they wanted insight and they did note that we've kind of answered questions about how to find friends but they wanted a little bit more about like that specifically finding friends who they can really relate to. So um, I don't know if I can give the best advice on finding friends because I will say a majority of like my closest friends in my life. One of them, we've been best friends for 15 years and everybody else. I mostly met through stand up comedy, which I don't recommend. Uh, that's what do not you a mean? place. It's not a place to make friends. We met there. We did. And Benjamin and I met there too. And to be honest, you guys are beacons of light in the <laughs> fucking yuck (laughs) um so don't do comedy but unless you really want to don't do it to make friends you won't get good at it Um, that's true that said i think that it's more about you really have to be like upfront about the things that you believe in yes you have to like weed out Mm. the people that you don't relate to which i know isn't good advice on how to make friends, but it definitely is good advice on how to make sure that your circle are people that you're aligned with. Yeah. Um, I don't know what your like age bracket is, but you know, I'm always an advocate for community events, community events, uh, street fairs, mm-hmm. uh, concerts. Mm-hmm. I used to make friends when I went to, I went to bar shows a lot. Um, both comedy and music. And that was always a fun way to make friends. Um, paint and sips. Love paint and sips. I'm trying to think. I'm, t- I'm starting a, a water aerobics class tomorrow. That yeah. might be a place that I make friends. Probably with old ladies. Mm-hmm. Probably old white ladies. Yeah. That's going to suck. Don't no, do that. They'll be great because you'll be like, I'm pregnant. And they'll be like, oh, my God. You know what? You're right. Yeah. And then they'll be like, where's the father? Because <laughs> that is what white women do. Old white women, very mm-hmm. nosy. This That's not the point of mm-hmm. this. My bad. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Community events, rec centers. You can volunteer. Uh, there's a lot of places to like meet other, other people. Things that you are passionate about. If it's being an ally. Yeah. I think finding spaces where... There are like-minded people. Right. So volunteering specifically at organizations that do um, the work that you would expect, like, you know, the allyship work. Like if you're Mm -hmm. volunteering at a BLM chapter in your city, I mean, that's if that's what you want to do, if those are the friends you're looking for. Yeah. I would say just find because there are organizations everywhere that align with your beliefs. And find with the unhoused. Mm hmm. All of that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that like there's so much. I would say when you're getting to friends, if you're looking for the types of people you should be with, again, trust your intuition, what feels right. I think that a big part of finding good friends is knowing who you are. Yeah. When she says like that, like, you know, what you believe in and what you stand for. Yeah. Knowing what you what you want out of a friendship, who you are, what you expect, your boundaries, what you're going to tolerate, what you won't tolerate. Makes it great because you mm-hmm. weed through people really fast. Yeah. You wouldn't even get close to somebody because like, oh, no, they obviously don't respect people's boundaries, even like the tiniest of boundaries, like not letting things slip early on. Yeah. They haven't earned that, that courtesy. I remember like, doing that a lot in my yeah. 20s, just like not calling shit out. People would say ignorant shit and I'd be like, mm, I don't really know them. Now, let mm-hmm. somebody say something ignorant in front of me and I'll be like, mm, I think that we need to talk about. Right. <laughs> Why that's problematic. I don't think we condone tolerating anything in any relationship in your life. Um, no, if it's not right and it's disrespectful, doesn't serve you, it's not what you want, then just peace out. And I think yeah. it's important to not be like, oh, I don't have any friends or will I make another friend so I just put up with a bunch of shit. No, because you're just going to, it breeds resentment. It's going to come up. There's going to be a point where you cannot take it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I understand that some people are like, oh, you guys just t- toss in the towel in every relationship. I've heard this before and there's no hard work. Strangers have not earned the courtesy of you giving them the benefit of the doubt. Correct. Yes. Very If important. I have a friend who I've been friends with for years and we have a couple of hurdles to jump, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I will work on that relationship because I know the good within them. 
I've made that decision. But if you don't know the good. Oh my gosh, I am not letting things slide for the first time I meet you. No. And you're, you say something ridiculous. You drop a slur and I'm just like, no, we're not going to be friends. Mm-mm. Oh, well, he's not usually like this. He's just drunk. I don't care. This is how it was when I met them. Right. Period. Right. It's true. First impression. We're good. I'm good. I'm going to trust my instincts. Also, I don't give people the excuses of like being drunk for idiotic behavior anyway. So, sorry. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, the best part about finding people you will actually connect with is being honest about what you want and who you are up front. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing they can be mad about. I, I know it friends. frustrates my friends when they're mad at me because they're like, God damn it. She's just her. <laughs> and i'm like it's true mm-hmm. so there's that hope it helped um yeah so let us know how it's going yeah. also you know write me i mean you write me we talk but just say you can continue to write me if you have things you want to get off your chest um because i i care about our listeners uh also we so- care about our listeners we, I didn't mean that as a, see what I'm saying? Ugh, I can't say anything. You just said a bunch of stuff that I agreed <laughs> with. What do you, you mean said you a can't bunch say anything? You're right. I did say a bunch of stuff. <laughs> She's fat. That's a, a fat. I say a lot of things. Don't roll your eyes at it. Stand firm in it. Say with your chest, Becky Lynn. I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Here's our last piece I don't of have advice. anything. I'm going to cry. No, you're not. What if I do? Well... Oh, well. (laughs) The shocked look on her face. Like she's never heard me say this. She's so dramatic when we start recording. I just think that not enough people acknowledge how abusive you can be. Oh. We talked about this. Abuse is my love language. (laughs) Anyways. Um, someone writes in, hi, Becky and Tavi. I resent that you put Becky first, but let's go go off sis. Uh, Hi, Becky and Tavi. I love the podcast and I've been wanting to write in for a while, but I don't really need advice. Would it be okay to just ask what your thoughts are? Absolutely. Y'all should do more of this. Uh, We love. We have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) And And if you don't ask us, we'll just talk about them. And then we just give them to each other. (laughs) And that's, you know, cool. But at the same time, we'll give them to you. Um, But she writes in, I don't know why I said she, this person writes in, I really want to know how you both feel about white women saying sis and using A-A-V-E. I don't like it. (laughs) She said it. She said, I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like like it at all. I really don't. I'm not a fan of white women using A-A-V-E. Not a fan of being called sis by white women, to be honest. I just, I don't know. It just. It's a little icky. It's not right. We There was a TikTok about this. I think I mentioned the TikTok. The woman said um, that it's like overly formal. Uh, not formal. Um, familiar. Mm-hmm. It's over from it's familiar when like there is no familiarity between us. Um, it's usually used incorrectly anyway. It's mm-hmm. like um, very condescending when they say sis. And honey, it's yeah. like sweetheart and babe. I which All I don't like those stuff. either. Yeah. I also don't like being called honey or sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's rude. Yeah. It rubs me the wrong way. So yeah. it's not just yeah. this. It's I a feel lot like of they're all meant to rub people the wrong way. So. Unless it's coming from a really old lady. Yeah. That just has no interest in remembering people's names. And I can respect that. I have dropped a honey and not meant it condescendingly, but the majority of the time if i said if i say sweetheart there's no sweetness understand that right off top if i've ever called you sweetheart and you're listening to this podcast it's probably on site next time i see you if i'm just like sweetheart you don't want it because that's really what it's about to be (laughs) like i'm really about to downplay you right now i'm like sweetheart you don't want it because i really will fuck you up is what i'm trying to tell you at that moment but um as far as like white women using av it just don't sound right Mm-mm. It never sounds right. Y'all sound stupid. Stop. Yeah, it just, yeah, just talk how you talk. It feels forced and I don't, I don't respond to it. I think that's why I don't like it is because it does feel like you're trying to relate to me in a way that I have not tried to relate to you. I think that's what makes me uncomfortable. Like, I feel like when white women use language like that, it feels like they're, they think that there's a need to bridge a gap that in my mind doesn't exist. And yeah. so it's, I, I don't understand why it's happening. Yeah. Why are you trying so hard to be relatable? Right. 
We're different. And that's okay. It's okay. We come to each other as we are. Yeah. That's fine. Just do that. Yeah. That seems like it would work better. I don't know. However you talk amongst your friends is your business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not there. I mean, to your other white friends. Yeah, because... <laughs> Also, I've actually been hating watching white people use AAVE, even in like comment sections of videos. Mm-hmm. Like I'll watch like a food video and they're like, oh, I know that's bussin'. And I'm just like, if y'all <laughs> Is don't- it bussin'? I hate it when they <laughs> say bussin', bussin'. Now. No, but like, they'll be serious. They will really be in these comment sections. And I'm like, stop. Oh my. And just white picture after white picture, just the, yeah. ugh, the caucasity of it all. Whether, oh, nah, stop the cap. Shut up. Shut up. I don't like it. Yeah. It feels weird. It's like, why can't, why can't y'all leave it alone? It's weird that you can't. Figure that out. Do a little bit of self-reflection there. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, if you want more, want to hear more insight, please submit to us. We're always here. This yeah. Is even what we if do. you just want our thoughts on things, um, we're definitely here to like give our thoughts on and opinions that are strictly our own. We don't have an own. issue discussing politics Mm-mm. or religion. We're actually pretty open. We are pretty transparent yeah, about yeah. all of our things. Even so. the vaccine. You yeah. want to talk about the vaccine? We, we can, can talk that. about that. Um, pretty We've much actually anything. did talk about it for a minute after yeah. I got vaccinated. Yeah. We talked about that. So, I mean, yeah, anything you want, we're here for it. Um, but that's it for our advice I will segment. be honest, though. Oh, really quick. Oh, I am not very versed on um palestinian conflict so like maybe we leave that out because we've tried to talk about it before off i don't okay yeah no (laughs) becky has no knowledge and every time i have to talk about it i have to do a deep dive of research for like an hour before i even fix my mouth to have something else to say about it because i really will like straight up forget the most i know about like the middle east is inst- Istanbul was Constantinople, and now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. So if you have a date in Constantinople, should be waiting in Istanbul. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and that's in Turkey. But that is really important for me to put out there because <laughs> that would make me really upset if we got like, what are your thoughts on this? And I'd be like, oh, man, yeah. we said anything and... That is and that's line. one of the ones we we know when we don't know anything. Yeah. And that's one of those things that we know nothing. Right. We try and I'll we listen. We try to stay informed. I try Absol- to stay informed. Right. And I'm I get here. confused very and easily. And what we know is we don't like any people's being oppressed. Correct. Run out of their homes, mm-hmm. killed, bombed, assaulted. We are against all of that. We are. Always. Yes. That being said, we don't like to weigh in on things that we don't know about because what am I going to say? Right. I have no solutions. Mm-mm. It's over my head, above my pay grade. Sorry. But anything else is fine. Oh, also, we had donuts tonight. Donut Watch 2021. Yeah. Night edition. We had some donuts from it's the night donut. When we record nook. this, if y'all didn't know that. Yeah. We record this at night. We got donuts <laughs> from the Donut Nook and Chico, which is um, one of my, I only have two favorite donut places, and this is one. Um, and I love them and I was really happy to have them today. They were delicious. They were really good. They are a little bit, um, denser. They are denser. Then my, within my, I was almost said it. Then my donut. (laughs) They are a little bit denser. I'm not mad at it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it was just a little bit, but I appreciate it. It felt like a very old school hefty donut. Yeah. I appreciated that. I appreciate the chocolate frosting. I was in it. I think we all have our own faves. You know, nostalgia. I've been eating at my place since I was a child. But this place is good. These are good donuts, so I stand by it. They're very good. Um, They're located, if you are in Chico, if you ever go to Chico, I highly recommend going to the Donut Nook. They really are the best right after the bars close. They're off East East Avenue. Um, So like 2 a.m. I also dig a donut place that's open because my donut place closes at 2 p.m. Yeah, this place is open like i don't know i want to say like 18 hours of the day <laughs> beautiful that's perfect so, yeah. that gives them a couple points right off top if i can get a donut at night we're in business and we go whenever we're in chico whenever i was there for like a show or anything we would always go after after the show it's like my favorite my favorite after show treat and i like their chocolate chip squares with uh mostly chocolate and they are delicious they are filled with chocolate um Benjineer has a note to show me oh yeah there it's 958 east avenue in chico 
Their hours are 12 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Mondays. They're 24 hours uh, Wednesday through Saturday. And then they got weird weekend hours. I'm not going to read all those because they could pay us if they want more promo than yeah, that. Yeah, what are we doing? Um, but I do want to let you know that it is not Helen's Donut Nook downtown. It is the Donut Nook off East Avenue. But I, you should go. They're Helen tried to crouch up in there on that business. Uh, my other favorite donut place is Sunshine Donut Co. in Patterson, California. They're really good, too. Shout out to them. Shut People up. from Patterson know. And my favorite donut place is still a motherfucking secret. And that's fine. I don't even go there. Selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is selfish. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> well, you know what it is, though. She wanted to find it. She could. She just I, well, I tried, and then it was the wrong place. And now <laughs> I don't even remember. I would have to look at the box. I went to hang out with my friends, and I started talking about the donut place. And I was like, actually, I'm not going to say anything. And they looked at me like, wow. <laughs> Even in private with us. And then I folded and I was like, yeah, I actually, I'll tell you guys because y'all, y'all are my friends. Wow. Well, I felt honestly pressured them. about it because <laughs> they didn't pressure me, but I felt the societal pressure of like, wow, are we really friends if I'm keeping this secret from them about the donuts even? So then I did it. I, yeah. I respect your transparency amongst your friends. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes it's nice to know it. that sometimes you care. Um, all right. Well. Before we transition into our Bachelorette recap, we just want to say thank you so much for listening. Tavi, where can people find you? Ten toes on the pavement, hanging, banging, slanging, thang, thangin'. Um, Also, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Tavi Talks Trash. Becky, where you at, girl? <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Oh That's Becky. Uh, you can check out my stand-up at ohthatsbecky.com. If you would like to submit a question, Please use the Google form. It's in my bio on Instagram and Tavi's link tree on Instagram. You can also click the link in our show notes or you can send us an email at it's crazier in my business at gmail.com. Okay, you guys, it's time to talk about episode three of The Bachelorette. Bachelorette recap. Oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. simple yeah it's nice yeah that was that's pretty. what we're going for okay good 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 so uh last week's episode left without a rose ceremony yes which that which was, was dumb <laughs> we just saw carl uh punching the air alone <laughs> <laughs> which was weird so yeah so this episode picked up in the midst of uh of cocktail hour conflict Mm-hmm, because if y'all remember, Carl's out here saying some people aren't here for Katie, but he wouldn't name any names and left it really vague mm-hmm. and was like, there are multiple people because he was lying. Mm. Yeah. So, Eyes bulging. Yeah. And then kept saying, I'm not going to blow somebody's <laughs> spot up or something. I'm not going to put people on blast. Perhaps I'm not going to put people on blast. Like he just learned it. Like yeah. he was like, mm, that's what the kids are saying. I'm going to say it on TV. On blast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh then we finally did get to the rose ceremony right and the men all rallied against carl and we're like we think he should <laughs> leave hilarious and they were all nodding and she's like you all feel this way and they all and just they nodded did. like little bobbleheads but honestly here's the thing i'm so spiteful that i really would have kept carl because at that point don't y'all try to make my decision for me talking about we all agreed bitch and who are you Whose show is this? It's The Bachelorette, not y'all niggas. <laughs> Shut up. My favorite was when Katie like Because what tried- if they did that every week? I'm hella mad. What if next week was like, we all think he should go and we all think, till when? Till how long am I supposed to let this go on for? I mean, I don't like Carl either. So fuck Carl. He should have gone because he's a liar and he's, he's weird. But I still would have, I would have been spiteful in that moment. I'm like, well, fuck everybody. If you really love me, you love Carl, too. No, I, mean, I wouldn't. But go ahead. Yeah. It was not great. Um, and then we saw, oh, something else happened that I'm trying to remember what it was. Right after. Oh, no. So before she did the rose ceremony, she went and talked to Tasha and the other host. I don't remember the other host's name. Do you remember her name? No. It doesn't matter. But she was like, I just don't know what to do. And they, were, they gave her some generic ass, like, well, you have the power to choose. <laughs> yeah they're terrible at this they're so bad it, it's so frustrating either that or the producers are making them terrible at this i don't know but i just feel like 
they're not saying or doing a whole lot and it's sort of frustrating because like if you're there to host like you gotta host like yeah with the you fact need to that be there to like we welcome everybody in them. like come on you guys i need you to i need you to prove i was getting chris harrison in every episode with matt like in abundance yes and i'm sure that he like negotiated that in his contract throughout the years but like at the same time i'm seeing none of these two women who are supposedly there to help Katie. Yeah, I need to see Katie in a messy bun being like, you guys, I just don't know. Yeah. Like drinking she Prosecco. She was sobbing alone <laughs> after Carl was out here b- making these ambiguous claims. And who vague. went in? Was it Greg that went in to talk to yeah. her? Yeah. Yeah. After, after she, she was said, like, cocktail hour is canceled. No one's getting any more of my time. But then it was like, except Greg. <laughs> Greg. Uh, Katie, hi. <laughs> um, I just want you to know I'm here for you. Just like a white man, not respectful. You're getting eliminated. Mm-hmm. I said no one. <laughs> I can't be the bachelorette. I'd be eliminating all the people for the wrong reasons. Uh, and then we saw the um, the group date that was essentially just like a group therapy session. Oh with, my gosh, yeah. With they no were, therapist, which was, was weird. Yeah, just some knockoff like intro to like acting class where it's like, unearth your deepest trauma and share it with the group. It was wild to mm-hmm. me. Like it was really... I don't know, the trauma Olympics. Like they were all. They were hamming it up. They were hamming it up. Who can be sadder? This is so serious. They're all full of shit. And I saw right through it. Yeah. It was tough. The only one who was. Okay. Hunter. Talking about his divorce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was deep. And also Hunter. That was way too heavy. Go to your wife and make amends. He loves her still. Because you love that woman. That is the mother of his two babies. He was crying. And he was just like admitting that he prioritized his Mm -hmm. work life over his family life. And he was the one that lost his own balance. And like, go home to them. Make it work. Hunter. You're not cute enough for Katie anyways. I'm sorry, Hunter. It's the facts. It's just. You got a weird face. Yeah. It's not there. You know, I I wish it for you, but you know where you belong. Um, and then we saw Thomas who did not. (laughs) Thomas came in with the truth and here's what it is. So this episode, they try to paint my boy Thomas as the villain. They really They really want us to hate Thomas because he's attractive. And there are a lot of reasons to hate attractive people, okay? Because as much as I'll be like, Hunter, you're not cute enough, I also don't like overly attractive people, okay? (laughs) Because it's a problem. When you're conventionally attractive to too much, it's an issue. But what we know about Thomas is he has large ears. He kind of looks like a rabbit. He does. Like a little mouse or something. So... He's not even all that, but he has a confidence of somebody who is attractive because he is enough that you would buy him a drink at a bar. Yeah. And when it came time for him to share his truth, his deep, he said he came into this competition not knowing what to expect and definitely hoping to like build a platform. And could he possibly be the next bachelor? Mm -hmm. I thought that was the most honest response. Honest. So honest. Because who? Co- if you're on reality television, you are coming for a platform. Mm-hmm. And no, you don't know Katie. So anybody coming up in here saying, I came on The Bachelorette to marry this woman that I do not know <laughs> at all is a liar. Absolutely. You thought after the end of this, you were going to get married to her? That was your real plan coming in? You're a psychopath. You're a psychopath. <laughs> and he just came on like, I don't know, seemed like it'd be a good time. Yeah. I did some modeling. I thought this could be good for me. And then I met Katie and yeah. I was like, oh, this is really good. And everything we're like, he's enjoying himself. And they looked at him like, how could you say this? We're all crying. It's like, yes, you're all liars. <laughs> you're all hamming it up for the camera, being extra sad and dramatic because that's what this scene called for. You're being worked over by production mm-hmm. to ham it up. And maybe some of these stories were true, but you gave them more weight because you're stuck in a bubble right now. Right. Recording no television, no phones, only these dudes. We watched Connor B sob over Come being on. a drunk. He sobbed. I got so drunk and I he has a drinking problem and he cheated on his girlfriend. I don't even think he has a drinking problem. I think Connor wants us to believe he has a drinking problem. I don't know. Connor's a math teacher. I know a lot of teachers with drinking problems. Not in a way, not in a serious way, not in one that he actually cares about. That's what I mean. He may have a problem with drinking, but he, he likes to drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But he's not going because where's the chip? That would have right. been in your intro package. I am this many years sober. Da, da, da. I see you drinking champagne, Connor. There's not you sitting here talking about you made mistakes because you were drunk only holds weight to me if you're doing something to actively prevent those mistakes happening again. Otherwise, just say what happened. You cheated on your girlfriend. You Don't blame up. it on the liquor. 
You fucked another <laughs> bitch. Like, get over it. I hate when people actually try to be like, I was going through such a hard time. I had a drinking problem. I okay. said these terrible things to the people that I love. And I was, I would wake up the next day and be like, who was that? I don't know that person. <laughs> bitch, that was Do you. Do not talk to me about your drinking problem unless you were actively seeking help. Right. I know addicts. I've been in this situation. I understand what, like, come on. And then we got Thomas, who was just like, I'm here to be transparent because he literally had nothing to lose. What was there to lose for Why him to tell, tell the truth? Why would he tell y'all he was thinking about being The Bachelor and that he didn't know what to expect? Right. What is that going to serve? How does that serve him? Exactly. It doesn't. He was just being honest. He was just and like, hey, just so you know. Ran with it for the rest of the show like he didn't say that himself. Aaron was appalled. You oh would have thought gosh. Aaron. And Trey. <laughs> Trey was passionate about every Trey dude was today. So mad. I was like, you guys, he just told the truth. He's like, so you're saying you want to be the next Bachelor? And he's like... It crossed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, wow. Wow. It's all coming together now. And it's like, bitch, what do you mean? The thing that he said like is... they're really acting like they solved a mystery. <laughs> it's like if I told you, I'm like, listen, I'm about to go to the store. And then they're like, so you went to the store? And I'm like, yeah, but nigga, that's what I said. How are you surprised? I'm confused at why they're against Thomas. And I think it's only because they want to be the next bachelor and it's not going to happen because none of you are attractive enough. It's Thomas. It's Aaron. Aaron could be Aaron. Or is handsome. it is that, uh, um, it's Greg. Oh yeah. Greg. If she doesn't choose Greg, that's his, that's his, you slot. know who the bachelor won't be Courtney. It will never be you. Courtney. <laughs> it will never be you. Oh, poor Courtney. Everything it should work for him. Courtney. And it doesn't, it will never be Hunter. And it no, will Hunter. It will never be Connor B. No. Sorry, Connor B. And Connor B got the got the rose, got the first rose. Yeah, it's not gonna be you though. <sighs> yeah. Unfortunate. You know? But then we oh, and then we got the one on one date with what was his name? Michael. The, Michael. Oh my god. The widower. The widower. <sighs> I have such mixed feelings about this because it's he seems hard. like such a good dude. He gives off positive vibes. He, he really does. Like he's probably a he great is so dad. sweet and kind. He just like exudes just like a warm mm-hmm. wholesomeness. But he was with his wife. He saw he said he met her on campus. He saw her on campus and said, that's it. That's everything. They, they were, were together, together for 16 years. years. Can you believe they had a child? Ugh. And she got diagnosed with cancer. Months after their child was born. Only months. And she died January 2019. Two years ago, you guys. And he's on The Bachelorette. I'm, I, I truly believe that like somebody was like pushing him to go date again. Absolutely. And get him out there. And I think that he does have intentions of wanting to fall for somebody. But I feel like widower situations are so difficult. How are you going to be in a thruple with a dead woman? I can't do it. Absolutely not. Katie said that on the show. She said, I know some people might be intimidated by this. And I was like, absolutely. Of course. That is me. I am the woman that is intimidated. (laughs) I can't like, because what am I going to do? And I do believe that love grows and evolves and can't be quantified. And you can definitely love multiple people different ways throughout your lifetime. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But if I'm sitting here calling you the love of my life and you cannot confidently say the same. I'm just going to feel you disrespected. Already had the love of your you life. already had the love of your life. You really did. And I feel like widowers deserve widows. Like y'all Absolutely. can be together. And I think the saddest part for me with this Michael situation is he's 36. He's still got so much of his life mm-hmm. left. So I want him to find love. But I also am like very scared that Katie isn't ready to take on the plunge that will that it means to be with him I don't with think a she child. Really, yeah, I don't think she fully like understands it, which is un- it's not fair. Yeah. But I don't she's 29. Yeah. She's 29, he's 36. With a His kid. last relationship was 16 years long. Yeah. He has he's a child. He only said I love you to that one woman only to her. Him. Like that is that's You're going to be lot. consoling him on her birthday on the date of her death. You're going to be consoling that child and she's going to take him far on this show and I really wish that if she could sit down with herself and cut him before it's too late. Yeah. I, w- I know it would be an emotional cutting regardless because if after he shared this with you, you cut him. But I think there's something to be honest saying like, I can't do this because if she takes him all the way to the end Mm-mm. to break his heart or if she lets this man win, win and then they get broken up. No, because he's trying to get married and he will stay married to you forever. I know Absolutely. that. That was Absolutely. 16 years. That was his plan was to be married forever. He will settle right in. That's how they're serial monogamous and he is one of them. Mm-hmm. 
He does not. If he's only said I love you to one woman, the next woman he says it to, he's done. He wants to pack it up. And he's just like so cute and sweet. And I want that for him. I want him to have this forever. But not with Katie. Not on national TV. Yeah. But maybe he'll find a woman. I think that I don't think it's going to be Katie. And I'm hoping that either I'm hoping in the next two weeks, honestly, she lets him go. Yeah. And, and so, I hope like, that it kind of breaks her heart, too. Yeah. Like, I want it to be very hard. I want it to but be she's like a very a good like decision emotional for the best of them. Yeah. yeah. I want him her to like be able to relate it to like losing somebody and have like a really heart, deep heart to heart with him yeah. and let it be like amicable. Yeah. Because I think that it, I think that there are feelings, but it's just a lot to take yeah. on. And she has to know that it's going to be a lot for her. And yeah, I was wondering. And I want him to get home to his baby. He should yeah. be home with his son. In these moments. Like, I'm happy that he was able to go to this resort in New Mexico and sit with all those Navajo blankets everywhere. There's so much Aztec print all over everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, he, I feel like he misses his son. He wants to go home. Yeah. And he deserves that. He does. Uh, what do you think is going to happen next week? Who do you think is going to get sent home? Oh, yeah, because we didn't get a rose ceremony tonight either. We did I don't know. They're trying to rally behind getting Thomas out of there. But I honestly don't Thomas know. Thomas is in it for I don't the long think, haul. Yeah, I don't think production's ready to let him go so quickly. He's the dreamboat. Um, I'm really, like, Trey can go for me, personally. I could do without Trey and Courtney at this point. I'm Yeah, Courtney hasn't really shown anything for me. And who, there's the guy with the slicked back hair and, like, the beak nose. Oh, the bartender. That, yeah, he, whoever that is. Yeah. I know that's not helpful to y'all, but y'all know, if you're watching, you know who I'm talking about. He's slicked back, yeah, like hair, and it's always he's, like very oily slicked back. Yeah. Shiny. He's very like clean cut. Mm-hmm, he very looks clean. very nice. Um, but he has not gotten any, he hasn't gotten like a one-on-one. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't gotten, gotten any notable like screen time. And I just feel like there can't be a connection here Mm-mm. at all. So let him go. Yeah. Goodbye. And I hope to see more of the Virgin. I can't remember his name. I have notes over there, but they're is not it, here. Is so. his name Mike too? I don't know. I don't know what his name is. I don't know. I took notes last week, but and um, I forgot. we'll take notes again next week and then be back on our. Yeah, but that's um, our recap right now. Nothing um, else. Ha- I mean, well, Katie went on a date with Mike, and they had they sat under the stars and stuff. They and did. Was it was sweet. They kept showing us the stars, and I was like, "Those aren't even the stars," but yeah. it was cute. All um, while the house rallied against, because all they have to talk about is other people, because there's no TV or phones. Yeah, I do feel so bad. So they just they like don't started talking about to Thomas. They were gossiping like bitches, and they have limit limitless amount of alcohol. So yeah, they're also just like the, able to get drunk and talk yeah. shit. And they're like, it's the lies, man. And work out. They get to work out. They couldn't stand Thomas's lies, which he never told. He was just honest. Yeah, he told no lies. It was weird. Yeah, but they like to paint it that way. So. I will give them this. He did. He is very cautious of what he's saying because mm-hmm. they pointed that out is that he felt they felt like, you know um, how to talk and I don't like yeah. feeling manipulated. <laughs> That's what Hunter said. I feel manipulated. Yeah, because he speaks. It, he speaks with purpose. Yeah. He speaks with intention. Um, and he speaks like he said, I'm sorry that you all feel that way. And they're like, yeah, it seems like you've been coached. And it's like, yeah. Or maybe he's a guy who reads. A lot. He knows how to communicate with people. Yeah, and that's one of the first his words things. Is like, I hear what you're saying. I understand that. Yeah. There's, I mean, I think people want people to be just as disturbed and unhealthy as they are and communicate really impulsively the way that they do. Um, I will say this. Thomas did interrupt Aaron's one-on-one. You were in the back. Oh, yeah. Aaron was talking to Katie. Thomas came in and was like, I have something important to Katie. <laughs> and it was really just that he was afraid of falling in love. The fear of falling in love and all of that was coming up and he's ready to take that jump. And so Aaron got a little peeved because then he was like, is my time more like you think your time is more important than mine? And Thomas was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that happened the last season of The Bachelorette, too. Like, don't let somebody cut in. Right. Or like, I mean, if anything, you should be upset with Katie. When Katie allows it, like, I'm tired of people acting as if she can't. And Matt, the same thing happened last with Matt. It was like, oh, why are you not mad at Matt? Why are you not mad at Katie? Right. We're sharing a moment together. If I'm talking to someone and someone else comes in, I'm going to say, excuse me. I'm in the middle of a conversation. Right. I'll, I'll be right with you. Literally. And to me, that's a test of character. If I'm talking to somebody and somebody walks up and could just completely divert their attention, done. Right. Obviously, our conversation didn't mean anything to you. So yeah. deuces. 
It doesn't seem like rocket science. Yeah, but, you know. but they were upset. I'm. You're not going to get me to hate Thomas. He's beautiful, and I think that he speaks with intention. I don't think he's trying to be manipulative. I think he's being honest, and he probably does have a team behind him that's like, you're being, you're filmed, you're on camera. Remember Conduct that. yourself as such. Yeah. And y'all are mad because what? He's conscious of that? No. Stop. Well, I think that about wraps it up. I would like to say um, Aaron has beautiful hands. He does. He's working to his best uh, assets. Yeah. We appreciate that in Aaron. But I think that's it. I think that wraps up this episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. You know where to find us. We said it. Yeah. You don't have to say it again. No. Also, it's in the show notes. Y'all know how I move in these streets. Team murder. Ten toes on the... Ten mm-hmm. toes on the motherfucking pavement. All right. We can- All right, let's go. It's a wrap. Hanging, bacon, slinging. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.